Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nomenclature. My name is Brandon Henderson. My guest today is Jordan Macon. Jordan chose the word turbulent to discuss. Um, Jordan is just a genuinely nice dude. I really appreciated him coming on the podcast. He has a stand-up special on uh, the Drybar app that you can check out uh, right now called the BFFG. Um, he has red hair, which is uh, exciting. He has been to uh, several comedy festivals. He hosts a podcast called My Wife Thinks with, you guessed it, his wife. And he is a massive, massive fan of the band Eve Six. And uh, during the course of this podcast, he rates all of his favorite local Utah comedians uh, from zero to, to 10. And you will be shocked on uh, who he thinks is good and who he thinks isn't. And he gets really nitty gritty into it. So if you're uh, a Utah comedian, you're really going to want to listen all the way through the end because uh, Jordan goes no holds barred. And uh, that sort of nice veneer that I was talking about, it goes away. So um, I may or may not be telling the truth, but you're just going to have to listen to find out. Um, and I hope you enjoy this epi episode of Nomenclature with my very special guest, Jordan Macon, as we discuss the word turbulent. Not much. How uh, how was the night or day? This is a podcast. We don't talk about time. How is your current <laughs> present uh, treating you? It's good. Are we recording already? We are already recording. Do I need no, to be on? No warning. I need you on. I need you at one hundred and ten percent. I need your stage face. On. I today um, this undisclosed hour. I am doing well. Whatever time you're listening, listener. I'm doing well at the exact same time. That is also the time that we are having this conversation <laughs> for some reason. Um, Look at the clock on your car. That's the time we're in. That's the time. For, for some reason, we can watch Thanos destroy half the universe, and that's fine. But people get very upset if you start talking about time of day. I feel like on a podcast, they want to know. Is that a common complaint? Not really. I'm making this up. I just feel like it's a thing. <laughs> I don't think it's anything at all, but I'm making it a thing. So I'm, I'm ready to be upset about it. Yeah, Why let's not? me. Let's get on the message boards. Are message boards a thing still? I have no idea. All I know is that WTF had one and he shut it down because they were too toxic. That's all I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> toxic. Also a word that I hate in that context. It's a... Uh, <laughs> I hate it so much. You're like, you're being toxic. I don't even know exactly what that means. It's such a, it's a very nonspecific uh, uh, accusation. Yeah. You know? It's like you're being annoying, but you're being objectively, it's, it's a little bit worse than annoying, I guess. I guess it's, there's more harm involved in it. Yeah. We should right. go back to only using it to describe like chemical spills. I couldn't agree more. I, it's the, it's the reverse genius to me. 
you know, it's like, you know, everyone's a genius now or like that, you know, my, my kids are all like that guy's legend or whatever, which also I want to drop kick everyone <laughs> that says it, but toxic is like the reverse of that. We're like, you're being toxic. Be specific. I, people can be terrible. I need them to know in what specific way they're being pieces of garbage. Say yeah, you are big. being, um, rapey. Like, cause I feel like, you know, toxic sometimes is like, like creepy dudes or like, or, or also like, um, some sort of like social stupidity. They're saying, you know, bad things about, uh, a race or a group of folks and they're being toxic as a result. I think, I think part of the reason why we haven't fixed everything is we've, we're not specific enough. They, they don't know. They don't know what, what you mean. Yeah. They're stupid. You you really see the importance of words. You should do a podcast about it. You know, this is a great idea. <laughs> um, I might do that. You wouldn't be offended if I take that on. And No, I, I think we both came up with the idea, but I'm, I would love for you to have it. You can have 10% of all the money I make <laughs> okay, off yeah. of the podcast that I do about words. <laughs> I hope you're ready to uh, upgrade your home and living situation. Yeah, I am. Um, speaking of, uh, how, how are you and your, uh, lovely wife, uh, doing that? I think I've met, uh, one time. Uh, Did, have you not, met her? I was wondering if you I think met I met before. once, one time at Wise Guys, I believe she yeah. would not remember, uh, as uh, I'm surprised you remember I who I am. So of course, of course we've, I feel like we've talked a lot, haven't we? We've had, we've had conversations for sure. I am, um, though I am, uh, um. I'm an admittedly, um, I don't know. I, it's not an introvert extrovert thing. I just, it's more of a, I just don't, I just don't, <laughs> I don't <laughs> talk to people. General, generally speaking, you know, I, I mean, I do, but I, it's hard. It's work, and I'm old. Like I have lots of white in my beard now, and <laughs> you overall, overall, you look a lot younger than you probably are. Is what I would say. Well, because the gray almost makes it look like you put it there, but you're saying it's natural. <laughs> it is. It is natural. <laughs> um, and it's uh, yeah, it's not. Do Is that a thing that people do is they put white? I mean, I uh, I know about the just for men. Yeah, like a touch of gray. Do I they do? Do they? I wish. I feel like I can think a couple of dudes that would do that. I think <laughs> I think there's I think there may be a, a dude or two that you and I both know. I think I, I know like exactly you know? who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> see the thing we both know and without either of us saying i i'm 99 positive that we're thinking about the same person <laughs> yeah once we get off recording we can, can confirm okay i would like to, well we'll go one two three and we'll say uh the name at the same time yeah exactly um yeah so how's uh how's uh home life how's everything going i hate the question but i, I can't help myself from asking people no i think it's a solid question i uh we are home a lot. I, I'm kind of fine being home a lot. Like the pandemic has not been fun, but I'm very good at entertaining myself while at home. Adrian, on the other hand, gets a little bit more stir crazy, yeah. but we're doing okay. We have four cats to take care of. I do enjoy the the cat videos and, and photography from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, when we first got them, I went a little crazy. I didn't then, want to say it, but it was it was too much. And that was my way of saying my way of me saying I liked it. I meant the fact that it, it you was terrible. Remembered it. That's showing it's too much. <laughs> For a while, I was like, is he 
Is he gonna be? Is he gonna be a, a cat comedian going I, forward? Yeah, like, I think there's a there's a market there. Yeah, that's like, like when somebody's wearing something that's really really awful, and but you can't help but acknowledge it. So you're like, oh, I like your hat, even <laughs> though you hate the hat. Yeah, you have to say something about it. <laughs> um, I would I would love if you would fully like become like carrot top, but with cats. <laughs> just all my headshots. I'm just like carrying cats in a goofy way. Whoa, yeah. What's going on? On stage, it's all cats, all cat references. There are cats on stage. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you have like a little whatever the claw thing that they do, which by the way, we have a cat, which um, our landlord's not supposed to know about, but I'm 99% sure they do not listen to this, um, <laughs> uh, that scratches the hell out of our, our couch in the basement and it it upsets me. Oh, There's nothing I, I can do about it. Our cats don't learn. Mm-hmm. I have a cat that'll come into my office and I have a little like, uh, like a footrest, I don't know, armoire. What's the name? I don't know. But she'll immediately start scratching it. So she gets my attention so that I will scratch her. But I yell at her, but then I do what she wants me to do. Right. So Which I don't definitely is learn. teaching her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to think that yelling is the, uh, what, what is it? The, uh, the precursor, the precursor to, yeah. to, to getting nice scratches. Um, I will, maybe I feel like we know because I feel like we know each other, but maybe it's just because we look at each other's social media. Because I I look at your social media and you're always listening to cool music. You're posting I, Radiohead clips. Well, that's how you know I'm cool. <laughs> did you did you know that? Did you did you know that anyone that listens to Radiohead is is cool? To be totally honest, I do think you're cool. I'm always like I I want to talk more about like the music I like, but yeah. I don't have the confidence to do it. And so when I see people do it, I think it's actually cool. I, I'm just, I've always been so obsessed by music. I'm always so fascinated by like the process of, of uh, the creation of music, especially like, you know, um, a couple of guitars and some drums and a bass, you know? And, and I, uh, I mean, ever since I was just small, you know, my mom was a, I was a piano teacher, um, which honestly could have ruined everything for me. But it's weird. Cause like my, my mom taught piano. My dad has got a really great, singing voice weirdly um if you knew him you would understand why i say weirdly <laughs> and my sister like went to school in um for like vocal performance to in college and the funny thing is is like the three of them particularly listen to probably one-tenth the amount of music that like my brother and i listen to who are, are probably the least talented uh, <laughs> musically maybe that's why we're trying to like uh, even it out but i'm long story short i'm so obsessed with with everything music and all different styles i have my baseline you know that i kind of grew up with and that like holds a special place which is sort of you know grunge era and like 90s hip-hop and yeah. um heavy metal like 90s heavy metal like i love tool i love deftones i love stuff like that but right. i'm really interested by all kinds of genres and bands and groups and individuals or whatever but um that's cool. what, what's uh, like, what's your baseline? Like, this is a thing that I would do. I used to teach uh, university until they realized my degrees were fake. But I, <laughs> I, I would always ask at the beginning of the semester, every student, I would have them just like write down their top three bands and have them read them out. One, just so I could kind of get a feel for what people were into. I feel like it's a really good barometer for uh, like the kind of person that they are. 
And also if there was one and there was always one, like I teach three classes, there was always one person that was like, you know, I just don't, music's just not really my thing. I don't really understand. And I knew that that was the one that would shoot the class by the end of the sem <laughs> semester or be more likely. That's the one I have to watch out. Because you, so, you, you taught a music class, right? Or was it no, <laughs> no, it was oh. a writing class. Oh, that's right. You told me this before. It was an yeah, English yeah. writing class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you really fake your degrees? No. I mean, oh, I mean, I faked a lot to get them, but they were real degrees. <laughs> Fake work, real degrees. I feel like that's what degrees are. They're just like a way oh. of proving you can get through something by whatever means necessary. And they give you a piece of paper for it. But I don't they're know. very pretend. Um, <laughs> th there is sort of this like a more complicated and longer version of like a like a kid's club. Yeah, you know, with like a treehouse. <laughs> you know, it's like remember remember the Simpsons episode like the no homers club did you ever see that episode yes uh -huh. and there's just the one homer um <laughs> it was like no homers so um <laughs> it's a good one so what what kind of uh tell me like music what's your baseline so maybe maybe part of why i don't talk as much about it because my baseline is probably music that's not as well respected as like radiohead which i do love radiohead and i listen to all their albums and stuff like but they're not a band i'm always listening to I grew up on nineties, probably alternative rock. Yeah. And so like one of my all time favorite bands, which I saw somebody, somebody was talking crap on them today. Who was it? <laughs> uh, I love Everclear. That's like one of my favorite. Oh bands. yeah. I, um, I totally dig Everclear. Yeah. I'm a big fan. And so that, so that Everclear, I don't know if like, I like Foo Fighters and I like Eve six and third eye blind and stuff like that. And then I started getting to like, pop punk early 2000s pop punk so i love like blink 182 it's one of my favorite bands also um and then i really love like kind of i guess you could classify it as emo i love bright eyes okay and, and like i don't know if you know phoebe bridgers like she's fairly recent but yeah i think she's so good i love that music but i mean i don't know and then just like i grew up in the 2000s indie rock stuff too so like modest mouths the shins uh i love muse i guess that's not really indie rock but that's just another one that came to mind so i don't know what what do you what how do you evaluate my uh preferences here <laughs> i think that uh for me like if i was to um <clears throat> be really really judgmental <laughs> and put you in a box based off that i think that uh like okay i think because I have friends in that space too, and there's you, you <laughs> oh, named no. a bunch of <laughs> you named a bunch of bands that I like as well. It's like you are similar to me without as much emotional damage. <laughs> it's like like all of those bands uh, for the most part. Like I get why you know people like love that. I I like almost like most of every band that you just listed off. I think I like everybody in some way, shape or form. Right. Uh -huh. um, but there's almost like almost none of those bands am I like obsessed about, but right. I get why people would be. That makes hey, sense. Well, like, like that's I was bad. No, I was going to say, no, no, not, not at all. Like, and that's the thing too. People get all like um, uppity about, uh like people get uppity about eve six which by the way read their twitter and stuff they're the funniest jackasses out there oh my well once we get to our word you'll see how they actually uh okay help me choose this word oh that's fantastic actually <laughs> um and like people get uppity about like third eye blind which 
you know, I'm not going to say it's not completely unwarranted. It's just, it's like, I think it's more because like it's associated with like kids that like, I, I'm, I'm assuming that I'm, I'm some years older than you. I feel like when it came out, it like the, the dudes that were like, this is the heart of music were really, really douchey. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I can see it for that band. For but the sure. problem is everybody li- liked the music. I liked the music, but it was sort of like, you ruined it, buddy. And then I feel like maybe there was a couple years and like the douchebags went away and you could, you could enjoy it for, with sincerity. But yeah. Um, so yeah. I would say, so my portal into those bands. So if I were to give you my top three that kind of encompass the genres of music I like, it'd be Everclear, Bright Eyes, Blink-182. Those are like the three I return to. Awesome. Which is really uh, weird, but maybe it's not weird. To me, it seems, I, they seem different in my brain, but maybe not. No, I, I like, I think they are different. I like uh, Everclear's like early record um, uh, lyrics are some of my favorite like he's like really good or, or... yeah and like you know father of mine is such a oh, heartbreaking yeah, um song and like the words of that like my my not to you know throw the wife under the bus but my wife really like identifies with that personally and like that's a hugely emotional song i know to a lot of people and yeah he's got a few songs like that yeah i realized i like because <laughs> so adrian's really listens to lyrics and i i listen to lyrics but i don't always put together the story they're telling sometimes <laughs> they're just like a portal into like a mood yeah oh uh, yeah i do that <laughs> but she like listens to all the lyrics and she's like you listen to such sad songs and I'm, i realize i like songs that sound happy but the lyrics are really sad it's yes kind of, especially like bright eyes and everclear definitely some really sad songs yeah it's always fun to like I think especially like for me, that usually happens with like metal. Oh, really? Like I've been listening to something for like three decades or something and just understand because I just have never put the effort in. Sometimes some things I really do and sometimes I miss it or whatever, but there's songs that I've been listening to forever. And then I'll realize like there's one lyric in particular that, um, uh, just just in case, you know, for probably more for the sake of if, if ever, uh, if any of like your particular fans listen to this episode, I, I might ruin their lives by saying what the lyric is. But I am. Um, <laughs> there's a particular lyric I'm thinking of that I did not realize happened that is maybe the most aggressive, violent, uh, sexually violent lyric ever. For, and for which band are we talking about? For Tool. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And for years, I had no idea what he was saying and then realized what he was saying and it made the song better for me. Uh-huh. But I had no idea, you know, for years. But um, yeah. I, yeah, for I me, that. I'll like, I won't lock into the over, I'll lock into like a turn of phrase in a song or something. And that's like, but yeah. So it's, it's, I just have that experience a lot where I'm like, oh, I had no idea that's what the song was all the way about or even what so, this verse was about. So what is your take on people that have vinyl records? Uh, legit if i had more money or even the time to do it i think vinyl records are cool i <laughs> I, I don't i don't have any i don't have a record player um, yeah but if i were to like i'm just not a big like collector of things i guess if i were to start collecting something i can see that because I, I used to like having cds you know and when mp3 started coming out i was like no i'm just gonna buy cds still because i like having the physical item yeah but that's not a cool thing to collect. Vinyls are much cooler. 
I don't know. I cooler. <laughs> I kind of like if I had like if I still had all the CDs I had from when I was a kid and like cassettes and stuff. Now I would think that was that would be so rad to have. I don't know. Well, I do know what happened. My mom threw them all away because she thought I was <laughs> listening to the devil sing to me. Uh-huh. But <laughs> but I have you know we have some vinyl now and it's fun. Like there's something about the physical aspect and like the cover art and looking at the sleeve and reading lyrics and stuff. That's that's really fun. You know, I don't, yeah. I, I can feel like I can sense like a, a difference in the sound, even though that's douchey to say sometimes, but I do feel like there's a difference, but more than that, it's just the sort of like putting it on and you put a record on, you're going to listen to the whole thing, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to listen to front to back, which I love and kind of miss listening to albums as opposed to just like single tracks and playlists all the time. Yeah. For only Cause when you have the wealth of YouTube music or Spotify or whatever, Right, it's hard to commit to one thing, but it, even in a car when you're just using a CD, you just put that CD in. That's what you're gonna listen to for the next couple of days or whatever. Right, it's even better if it was a five disc CD changer that went in the back. <laughs> yeah, those those five discs are in there forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> those are never coming out. You've got you've got bread, and you've got your mom's Carpenter's album. You've got <laughs> your one Metallica album that you snuck in there, and whatever else, and that's it. <laughs> I was talking to uh, Spencer King from our comedy world and yeah. he's a vinyl guy, but he's getting rid of a bunch of his, but he said where he really can hear it as far as the difference is like symbols, which maybe, I don't know if you can tell me if that's true or not, but you, you can hear the, it's more full. You can hear the highs and lows of like when a symbol crashes or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's, it's just, it, it's more layered. Like there's, um, it's like a textured wall versus a, like a smooth wall. Like you, you get Spotify and like, you just kind of get the, all the sound is sort of level. You Uh, know what I mean? And I feel like vinyl, you sort of hear the, the cracks and the ups and downs and whatever, like this thing is clearly stronger and more louder than that thing. And it creates a variance that uh, is harder to duplicate, you know, digitally for whatever reason. I'm sure there's a, scientific explanation for this but right. i do not know it <laughs> um, well i think it's cool so it, I, so you you do have lots of vinyls and stuff then you were asking to see what i thought of your thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah i just wanted to see if you thought i was cool i was fishing for a compliment if i would have now said I, you know, I hate it we'd be like yeah me too i don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> man there was a kid uh, and I still feel so bad about this there was a kid uh that i grew up with who was good friends with and then we kind of like drifted you know one of those like you really good friends in elementary school and then like as it approached junior high we kind of drifted apart but i uh i grew up in such a small town you could never like you're always around you know what i mean what town did you grow up in uh tiny town in alberta in canada uh okay mcgrath i listened to your uh brooks whelan episode and oh referring to it yeah that brooks uh that episode uh i came in hot he and, did. Oh, it. he came in so hot, and then I was scared, and then I was like, I didn't want to leave, not because anything was wrong on Brooks's side. I, I was just like, I shouldn't. It's one of those like you get invited to a party, and you're like, oh, this is not for me. It felt like that, <laughs> you know, like I was in the middle of. I was like, I am not dressed for this. <laughs> From a personality standpoint, I need to go. It's. <laughs> I thought you handled it well. I didn't, oh, I didn't thanks, pick buddy. up on that at all. I mean, it was great. But he came and, in hot for sure. Yeah, he came in hot. Um, 
yeah, he, after the recording ended, he was like, man, you're cooler and smarter and better than I am. It was, I'll put that <laughs> clip out later at some, some point. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I can't remember what I was saying now, but music is cool. <laughs> yeah. I think we got to the bottom of it. We did get to the bottom of it. Yeah. No, I did. I did want to fish for compliments and uh, no, yeah, I was talking about this kid. That's what it was is that I grew up with. Um, and, uh, he was the quintessential, like, uh, you know, I, I love oranges be like, oranges are stupid. He'd be like, yeah, they're, I hate oranges. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he, and, uh, you know, we're probably like, I don't know, 12. And, uh, I remember, the crow soundtrack for the original with brandon lee the original uh -huh. crow soundtrack had come out he was 13 i don't know how old i was but young enough and um i remember i my older brother was really into um like the movie and into the soundtrack and so i was i always idolized him and so i was listening to a lot of that stuff too and um i loved the soundtrack it had the cure on it has stone double pilots on it. Uh -huh. It's got nice nails. It's got these really rad covers and stuff. And, uh, I remember for how, somehow I was talking about it enough that this kid, um, went out and bought, um, the crow soundtrack or what he thought was the soundtrack <laughs> and came to school. <laughs> and he was like, Hey man, I got the crow soundtrack, but it was the score. Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was like the strings and stuff, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, that's cool, man. This is not, this is not the thing. But you know, I hope you enjoy it. You know, this says I have never listened to this, and I probably never will listen to this. But you know, get into it. You know, and uh, anyway, that's my story about that. Did he, did he try to talk up how cool it was before you realized what he was actually listening yeah. to? You? He's like, yeah, yeah dude, I, you're totally right. These these songs are sweet. <laughs> Yeah. 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 He totally did. That's and then so when I like, told him that he was like, he's like, Oh, I know. I, I mean, I know I've got the, I've got the, the other one at home. <laughs> I just thought I would show you, you this and you would think maybe this was interesting. I don't think it's interesting that maybe you would think it's interesting. I'm going to say that's uh, I think it's confusing when the movies do that. Yeah, it is confusing, especially in the days of CDs. Like, you know, if you didn't have the, the fancy places where you could listen to some of the CDs um, you're just making a best guess yeah. or you could read yeah <laughs> the album but you see it at the, the the cd shop yeah you just really get really excited you grab it yeah and then it's yep. 12 songs by some guy's name that you don't know yeah and it's like 25 dollars. <laughs> it's so they're so expensive man Those, i spent thousands of dollars on uh on cds back in the day and tapes oh, yeah i would wait till stuff came out and it's such a weird part of my life that does not exist anymore. If a new album comes out, I look at my phone and I listen to it. <laughs> yeah. It's like $8.99 or whatever, you know, a yeah. month for everything ever. Um, what was your first CD that like you bought with your own money that you're like, this is going to be really cool? Uh, my first one, I mean, when I was then, it's just going to get more embarrassing. The first album <laughs> I saved money for and bought was the Backstreet Boys first album. Of course. <laughs> I don't know. Well, of course, that's hurtful. Um, <laughs> I was very much heated against Backstreet Boys were way better than NSYNC back mm. when. I mean, this is like first grade I was in. Yeah, this, I mean, this, I would have pegged you as that. 
<laughs> so, I mean, continue. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> um, what did I buy? I definitely, I bought like every single Blink-182 album as it came out. But I always, I was too young and I bought them at Walmart. So I have all these edited versions of these oh, CDs. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know they so... did that. Did they edit at Walmart? I, I was... Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever bought a CD at Walmart, so I don't know. So that was probably the only place we, well, the only place I knew to go. But Walmart for a while did no parental advisory, so only edited versions. Wow. But even when there were parental advisory, I think that you had to be a certain age to buy it. I just remember being, maybe I was just too nervous and I didn't buy it, but so I have like the edited version of take off your pants and jacket which is a funny one to have as an edited version <laughs> do they call it something else take off your pants and overcoat <laughs> and honestly when i bought it i don't know if i got it i was like what a weird title uh yeah <laughs> yeah they had to scribble it out windbreaker that's, that's hilarious <laughs> um yeah that's so funny i mean there's some uh out, like somebody bought, bought like the downward spiral and like listen to closer they'd be like this is a very strange song like there's so much aggressive language in that song for example like uh, there was a lot of disappointed teens is what i'm getting at <laughs> i i have to i have to believe or confused probably more confused teens that were getting the edited version of the song is that what yeah <laughs> yeah and just being like what I don't know what's going on. Why is there this space or this gap in the song? Yeah, there's a song yeah. on on that Blink album that's called Happy Holidays, You Bastard. Yeah. And it's just filthy the entire... It's a really short song, but it's filthy the entire time. But on the edited version, there's no lyrics until the very last line. And I always thought that's how the song was. <laughs> and then I heard the real version, which is filthy the whole time and way better. But yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just a weird instrumental track. <laughs> because <laughs> everything was edited out that's crazy yeah um i wonder what it, i would love to buy like a no effects album like there's a there's a no effects song called gonna her Pacifilades, and i wonder what <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> i bet it's good uh, yeah it has to be good <laughs> it's got to be better than the og i bet yeah the, the, um, when you put const constraints on art they just blossom and get better Oh, it's so much better when it's edited and it's, yeah, for sure. When it's dumbed, like when it it's dumbed down. Oh, yeah. I mean, some people some people like it less. I like it more. I, I like to not know exactly what's going on and have like a dumbed down pablum version of whatever yeah. you're trying to say. Yeah. It's Teach like a, there's, a, um, there's a, a sketch. I can't remember what it was. I, I can't remember if it was like. It was a random show. It wasn't, it wasn't Saturday Night Live. It was something else. I can't remember what it is, but like Fred Armisen is in this um, punk band, like a 70s punk band, uh -huh. like a, a British 70s punk band. And of course, you know, punk back in the day was all like, you know, anti-government and anarchy, obviously. And, uh -huh. um, <laughs> and he was this lead singer and he was amazing. And the only thing that uh, sort of was getting in the way is that he was a huge fan of Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's this total punk, you know, amazing front man, whatever. But he's just like, you know, I think Margaret Thatcher's, you know, policies are, are fantastic, you know, <laughs> and trying to explain to everybody why they're so great. It's uh, just the idea of that is hilarious. It's so funny. It's <laughs> fantastic. Um, so, um, as you can tell, this uh, 
this podcast and the whole word thing is really just, um, you know, a, a really weak device um, to just have as a, as a stopping point and have a conversation. But um, we do have to get to the word. I, um, I do love words uh, as well, though. I am a big uh, word nerd as well as music nerd, as well as just a regular nerd. So um, you chose the word uh, turbulent yes uh, to discuss so tell me why tell me why this came to mind and tell me about eve six <laughs> okay so as you mentioned eve six has gotten really twitter famous for just like shit posting and exposing <laughs> a bunch of sad stories about smash mouth and third eye blind which were just so funny um and just talking I, the kids call it shit posting but i don't really is it just when you tweet but don't try very hard oh i don't or, or have the affect of not trying very hard um i don't know i'm not hip I don't know that that's what they say they're doing. So I'm using okay. their own language, but anyway, so, I mean, and I've always liked Eve six. They only have a few albums, but I listened to all three of them a lot. And so they've gotten Twitter famous. I've been following them. As you said, they're one of the best Twitter follows right now. Like they're so funny. Yeah. And, but they just released a new song. Um, Oh my gosh. I wish I should look up what it's actually called. But in the song, he says turbulent over and over and over again. And it's been stuck in my head. So when you asked me, I was, it, turbulent was the very first thing that came to mind. I'm like, well, that's just stuck in my head. I don't know if I really have a connection to that word. But it, it seemed like a good word. The more I thought yeah. about it, it's, it's an interesting word, at least as far as how it sounds. It is a good word. And, and what's funny about it is like, as I was researching uh, the word, the more I was saying it in my head, the less, the more ridiculous it sounded, which happens it's, with a lot of words. Yeah. But this is an aggressive, like say turbulent, like 30 times over the course of like 60, 90 seconds, it will sound not right. Oh, yeah. Very and, quickly. Oh, the, the song is called Black Nova. And in that song, he really repeats it over and over again to that point where it does sound kind of weird. <laughs> it's like he's, he said it wrong. Turbulent. <laughs> turbulent. Um, Turb. It's like, okay, this is going to sound insensitive and toxic potentially, <laughs> but my... Uh, I do have to say it's the funniest bloody thing. I, my, uh, um, a child that I have, I won't, I won't out specifically who it is, but a child that I have, I have five, so it could be any of them. Um, uh, will from time to time, uh, kind of lean into as sometimes, uh, white kids do will lean into, um, what they think of as, uh, uh, uh you know, hip hop talk. You know what I mean? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Have you heard of uh, white people doing this from time to yeah, time? I yeah, I was probably guilty of it when I was yeah. younger. But the thing is, is when this child does it, he sounds like he has, um, oh, how do I put it? An aggressive speech impediment. It doesn't sound like what he thinks it sounds like. It sounds like... Um, he should see my dad, who's a speech pathologist, and work on like his R's and his, <laughs> his S's and stuff. Um, anyway, it's just an aside. It's very, very funny. That's funny. If you're ever around, um, I will point out who this person is, and you can laugh at him. Um, <laughs> I'll have all of your kids do hip hop voices for me, and then I'll know. <laughs> oh, I know which one. Yeah, I'll be like, you're yeah, and then point and laugh and tell him that he's worthless and not special that's also another reason why i was like oh brandon's older than i thought he was because you have five kids yes i i do however um two of them are not uh, the two of them are stepchildren, so it's a combined family okay. and the older ones are stepchildren because my wife is so 
so old. Um, <laughs> I don't know if she'd appreciate the two so's <laughs> you put there. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I need people to understand. I won't say how many years specifically, but just understand that it's more than you think is reasonable. You know what Between I mean? Between you two? Between the two of us. Like, like if Does she the divide was... by divide in half, <laughs> add seven rule apply. Is I mean, let's just, let me put it this way. At a certain point, she could have like taught me in school and had we had a relationship with us at that point, she'd be in jail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, like, you know, enough, but <laughs> by enough that like people would, it wouldn't be cool. You know what I mean? Like at a certain age, it's like, oh, that's cool. That kid, you know, slept with their teacher. You know how people talk about how right. cool it is. And then it, like, it's more than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> You've given me a perfect idea of just yeah. how much older she is. Yeah, it's it's quite a bit. It's two so's worthy. Yeah, two so's worthy. No, she's <laughs> she is older, but she's fantastic and I love her. But two of uh two of the children are not, but I am older than maybe you think. I don't know. I think I look like ten thousand years old sometimes. I look at my face and it um, I don't know. I, I look at you and I'm like, I think I look older. You have nice You hair. do not. Oh I, I don't have hair. You talking about? You say you're following my. I feel like you're yeah, lying you're about a beanie. I'm looking at your picture. That's your Zoom picture. Is that hair not accurate anymore? Yeah, no, I don't have. I don't have hair How at all. You shave it off. I guess you're always wearing a beanie when I see you wear a hat. I do. This it's because of my lack of confidence. <laughs> see, I, I I look at you and I'm like, I wish I could have the confidence of Jordan because he can go around and he just, just ex- head. exposed head and he's <laughs> confident and he's like he's, he's got a woman on his arm and i'm uh. like my wife doesn't even know that i'm bald she just i wear <laughs> you wear a beanie to bed i wear it to bed i wear a, you know a cap or a hood something she has no idea our intimate moments i'm wearing a hood <laughs> and i tie it really tight <laughs> and uh, just she just thinks it's warm. a kink yeah, she thinks it's a kink I'm into. She's like, okay. She's like, I'm feeling it. Go get your hoodie. I'm like, all right. And I tie it up. And you can only see like my nose and my eyes. We don't like kiss. South Park <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we can't kiss because the the knots in the way. It's it's hey, it's been a thing. I think it's hot. I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, we've been together for for few years, so it seems to be working. I would um, guess. Can I guess? Or is yeah. your age a mystery? Oh no, you yeah, you can I'll I'll tell you my age. You can guess. Um I would guess your early 40s, but I wouldn't have guessed that just by looking at you by our conversation. That's what I would guess. Uh, I am 39. Okay. I over, I overguessed. I mean, but it, like if I, when I saw you, I'm like, this guy's probably my similar age. Yeah. Well, which I'm yeah. 32. We're not that far apart. No, we're not far, that far apart at all. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad that um, we've done this. And figure that out for sure. So five five Sorry years. If you didn't want to reveal that on the podcast. No, no, no. People can know. No, it, I think it's actually helpful because they know I'm 39 and they can realize exactly how much older my wife is. When I give them that baseline, when I say so, so much older, then they can be like, oh, okay. All right. Like, um, know. AARP. Um, <laughs> you know, we're getting Medicaid benefits, you know, we're getting there. It's exciting. <laughs> I recommend it to everybody. Um, there is also a, a thing which is for real, which I, that, uh, you know, women sort of go up in like, um, uh, sex drive, uh, when men start going, uh, down, but because of like the age gap, oh man, things are pretty crazy. Like you're, I said, I've got a lot at of the same time. I've got a lot of hoodies. 
<laughs> no, I've had to, I've had to buy a lot of hoodies. If you know what I mean, a lot of soiled hoodies. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's one thing to Winnie the Pooh it, but it's another thing to do it with a hoodie. <laughs> a whole that's, nother. That's tied so tight. Only your nose is poking out. Yeah. It's very confusing. It feels at that point, it feels like which side's the top, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, uh, turbulent let's talk yeah. about it so uh turbulent uh is a so it's a in english it's an early 15th century word however it borrows its meaning uh from the french version which is a 12th century 12th century word and the the meaning was was very much the same which then in turn borrows from the latin version which you know is older we're not going to get overly specific because that takes too much time. <laughs> um, but uh, it hasn't changed too, too much in terms of its meaning, even from the 15th century, uh, with the exception of maybe uh, when it began, it had a lot more to do with like the chaos of a crowd okay. than people think of it uh, now. So it's sort of like things are turbulent, meaning, you know, there's chaos in the streets. Kind oh, of interesting. Because now you can kind of just apply it to like turbulent times in general, right? Yes. Just unease is kind of what, maybe that's just me putting my own meaning on it, but that's what. Yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, you know, trouble, disquiet, um, you know, commotion. Uh, you also have, of course, like stormy or, uh, you know, turbulence in the water. Like if you Google right. turbulent and you like look at the image search, for example, it's almost entirely like ocean it's like oh, tidal waves yeah. and stuff uh -huh. but then you do turbulence and of course that's airplane right it's all like images of, of planes but then of course as you said turbulent times which uh uh i believe would uh be apropos for today in the, the day in which we live yeah absolutely although maybe a little i guess i don't know i feel like things are a little bit less turbulent than a couple months ago but yes it depends which side you're on <laughs> yes it does it does depend i did see somebody who's a big trump guy um post today that he has to spend more money on gas um under biden so clearly a mistake was made yeah that was i mean i, I saw somebody post that i don't maybe it's just a viral post going around of the two is was the picture of the two receipts for the same amount of gas oh no no there, there was it. one going around and I was like, I knew, even as a kid, I always was taught like when gas prices go up, that means the economy is doing better. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just a thing that's in my head. And so it's such a weird thing to be upset about. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand economics. Um, <laughs> I don't either. That's the one all. rule I know. <laughs> but, but yeah, that seems to make sense. You know, uh, cost per barrel or whatever goes up. That's that's supposed to be positive, is it not? Yeah. So we can continue to give money to the uh, oil overlords. Yeah, and then when they're happy, we're happy. <laughs> That's right. Um, it it is interesting. I mean, everybody sort of latches on, and then of course, you know, this bombing in Syria, uh, which is like double, triple turbulence. It's political turbulence. It oh, is yeah. literally air airplane turbulence and uh, explosion turbulence. There's tons of turbulence happening right there. <laughs> yeah, but <it's> very true. <laughs> people uh, obviously attribute. You know, there's a lot of the, and it's not, uh, I'm not saying it's not true. A lot of the, um, you know, it doesn't matter who's president, they're going to bomb shit and they're going to 
you know, uh, put kids in cages, I guess. And it, yeah, it's not not true. No, I, I I did read today that they are working towards reuniting families and giving them the option to stay in the U.S. if they want to. But yes. I don't. It's it's so hard to know. I mean, I read the things that make me feel better for sure, and I think they are a little bit more. Uh, well, uh, research than things that maybe people opposite thinking of me read, but I guess I, I don't really know. This got this no. got deep for a second. I, I apologize. <laughs> no, you have no idea how uh, how deep I can get. I um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think here here's my thing is yeah, uh, I mean, most every president in our history has done something really terrible. And are they're going to continue to do something terrible? Do I trust them? Uh, generally speaking, no, I don't. Um, do right. I think that they have the best interest of the common person at the forefront? Absolutely not. Do I think that corporate interests uh, rule no matter who's in charge? For sure. However, um, even with the garbage things that this president may or may not do, uh, still better than that horrible giant orange piece of shit that I hope dies immediately. And the FBI is going to come and kill me. But uh, <laughs> there is no way, like, that's the thing. It's like, okay, yeah, any moment Biden does something stupid uh, and he will do st things that are stupid and he has done things that are stupid. People are going to be like, see, I'm like, yeah, I do. However. Yeah, I can uh, agree with that. But I don't like the bombing or whatever. But it's still overall body of work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I guess is limited. I when I when the, the Syria thing happened, I was like, could you just have waited a little bit longer? I feel like we didn't have any time of uh, right. exhaling for a minute. Yeah, give us give us a, a second. Um no, I that's the thing, is like unprecedented levels of horror and uh terror and uh, racism and sexism and every, yeah. you know, xenophobia and everything just at an aggressive level and near, uh, you know, sort of governmental collapse. So close. Um, it's he not was, even he funny. was trending on Twitter today and it like gave me PTSD because I haven't seen him on Twitter. Totally. I know. I saw that too. And I, because he spoke at the CPAC thing or whatever. With the golden statue, <laughs> with the literal golden statue. <laughs> my my thing is is like if you're just like with everything Trump, it's like he does it, but it's in like such like it's like it's like everything he does. It's like think of every terrible thing that any dictator has done, like you know, from Hitler to Mussolini to uh, whoever the Romans, uh, whatever, but with like a kazoo playing in the back. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's like murder immigrants, you know, it's like, whoo, you know, like it just has the yeah silliness attached to it, which is almost scarier. It's so way. wild to think about. And I wish we were far enough removed that I could appreciate how like kind of ridiculous and zany it is, but it's probably going to happen again in four years. That's the crazy thing. Like, oh, whether I better do a good job or else Trump is, uh, still has a strong following. Oh yeah. I mean, whether it's him specifically or him backing some acolyte, you know, I don't, it, both are equally terrifying in some ways more terrifying if it's not him and it's somebody that he's behind that's 
not as right. much of an uncontrollable narcissist. Like he just can't help himself. He has to tell everybody what's happening. But yes, someone with some finesse. I just I saw a headline. It's like Trump's still the face of the Republican Party or something like that. But oof. I yeah, I um, look at us living in this turbulence right now. I know I, this conversation <laughs> got a bit turbulent, my friend. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, let's let's make this more enjoyable though for a second. Let's let's pull back. Let's let's okay, take it lighter. <laughs> I listened what, to your Brooks Whelan one, and he came in so hot about it. It's been on my so, mind today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'm getting. Re- um, what we should do now is I'm going to name off a local comedian and you rate them from one to 10. You ready? Oh, no, so don't. let's, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I want you to sincere. No one will ever hear this. It's fine. I won't specifically tag them in the, any post or anything. So let's just do that. Um, let's start, let's start with, uh, why don't we start with the obvious and go with Andy gold. Give us a one to 10. Is this, you really want me to rate? <laughs> no, I just can't one to 10. I mean, I kind of. Andy makes me laugh a lot. He's he's highly rated in my brain. Uh, Andy, it upsets me to give him any any positive praise, just because um, I don't know. It just does. I feel like he 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 did your podcast, didn't he? He did. He wouldn't appreciate the praise or something. I don't know. I feel the thing with Andy is like I feel like I I I get what the bit is, and then I don't, and it's always so much funnier than I what I think it is when I'm talking to him. Like he's got such like a crazy brain oh it's so uh, wild and it's the funniest way of thinking it, no offense to anybody um present company included he <laughs> i and is uh, one of the most hilarious people i feel, feel like i know um you know on some level personally um yeah. his worldview just so instantly funny yeah i read all of his facebook posts i love talking to him yeah yeah, I, I feel he's one of the 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 people that uh, I wish I could be uh, better at. Like he just—it's nothing but funny. That's all he's worried about. Yeah, just just whatever's funny. If things get to whatever, he's not interested anymore. I'm gonna cut this whole part out. <laughs> I, I feel I'm uncomfortable. I don't like any of these compliments. It's not right. It feels it's it's sitting wrong inside of me. Um, so uh, yeah, turbulent. So. Anyway, you know, largely, you know, outside of that, um, not a ton of of shift. Frankly, it's one of those really rare words that didn't sort of uh, get beat um, and pushed around a little bit in its in its meaning. So it's got some, um, you know, some sort of like cousin words and stuff like that from like sort of like a base uh, perspective. And, you know, like disturb, for example. But oh, interesting um they have the the same root word um but other than that i mean it's it just kind of is what it is it's a it's a chaos well it's kind of interesting that the history of it has not been turbulent then if it's stayed steady then right yeah largely um which is ironic which is another word um (laughs) but it's also wrongly applied i feel like ever since the alanis morissette song came out and then everyone's like that's not actually irony I'm confused as to what it actually means. And I haven't put the effort into research it. Yeah. And all the people that it, it got to a point where so many people were talking about how it's not really irony that I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to say it's irony now because you are all annoying me. <laughs> yeah. You're being yeah, toxic. It's the equivalent of people on, uh, you know, <laughs> correcting grammar on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Although I got to be honest, 
it drives me fucking bonkers <laughs> when, bad, when someone bad grammar. Oh, just like I, I get like some stuff. Like I will screw up on you know using the right like like using an m dash versus a, just a regular dash or whatever. But like, if you can't get your yours and your theirs together, and you're in your <laughs> mid thirties, get the fuck out of here. Get off. Stop typing things, and just repost other people's things because you have no business <laughs> writing. Because I will stop there and not even get what you're talking about. I will say there have been times where I've done it, but I think my autocorrect, like I'm just typing quickly, and then I'll have to go back. I go. I always fix it though because it's so embarrassing looking when you type the wrong there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I hate it. And my my wife is uh, a very good grammarian, and she um, I like she that will word. yeah, it's a good one. She will text me and say you're a moron. You you use the your hyphen wrong or use like an apostrophe wrong, and I she will make me feel bad for a couple of days. <laughs> That's rough because I feel like especially on social media sometimes there's more. It's it's not like you're writing an academic paper. No. Um, so what was what, the M? What's an M dash versus a regular dash? I don't know. <laughs> I I should know. I taught university. Um, you think that I would understand these things, but I did. I did grad school in creative writing. They don't teach you grammar. Um, I took a grammatical theory class in my undergrad, which was taught by a um, a student, uh, like I, I know a, a professor who slept with lots of students and wore uh socks and tevas <laughs> and good job yeah I guess. I, I guess i mean if you can pull that off with the sock tiva combo i'm impressed <laughs> and he uh he would openly he'd be like you need to if you want to have the best grade possible uh hand in your paper first because it'll be at the bottom of the pile which means it will be at the bottom of my bottle of wine when i get to it <laughs> And I think he was serious. Yeah, that makes sense. And he also told a lot of like grammar-based jokes and would laugh so hard. Um, and at his own me. jokes. At his own jokes. And then he would sleep with uh, a student in the class, during class. Yeah. Honestly, I respect, I respect his game, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think he was a little bit of a perv. He's probably canceled now. <laughs> yeah. He was toxic, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Jordan Macon, I, I appreciate you spending the time to talk to me about uh, turbulence. This has been a, truly an absolute delight to me. I, is, I've always, is... I've always. Now this is going to be even worse than the Andy thing. I've always, and this is sincere, thought you were just a super nice dude. Always enjoyed your comedy. Always think you're a really funny guy. Um, always been nice to me, um, even if I. Um, you know, I'm suited up with my hood tight, tight. I don't even know what I'm talking about. You've always been <laughs> nice. I always appreciate it. And so it's very nice of you to, to come on. I'm glad we had the chance to to talk about Eve six and stuff. Hey, me too. I, I know I'm no Andy Galt, but I appreciate <laughs> the compliments. No one um, is. No, I want to tell you. I, so I, I, I hadn't listened to this podcast before and I apologize, but I really listened to two podcasts <laughs> and I don't venture out very often but your one with brooks was really good and i i mean this genuinely you're very good at this you're good at having little stories to tell you're moving the conversation along i'm very impressed with your hosting abilities on this thanks man i uh i drank coffee a whole cup right before this conversation <laughs> so i'm 
amped up and maybe it was uh, Irish coffee. You won't know. It's a podcast. We're not in the same room. Can't smell my breath. Um, so I appreciate that though. And it's been an absolute delight. This is one of, uh, uh, and I don't say this to everyone. This is one of my favorites for sure. So yes, just gracias. Yes. Um, definitely better than Andy's. Take that Andy gold. Yeah. You go to hell, Andy. <laughs> um, but thank you, sir. Hey, thanks for having me on, man.